button to cashew. BetMGM tonight. Huh. Just watching uh, Pat McAfee. I didn't even know he was hosting the ESPYs. I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea who was hosting. They love McAfee. Oh, they're like, please, we're going to have you do everything. There's only one left on the payroll. I said, she's going to be hosting this. Right. That. They, they didn't mention that also part of his contract was he, not only will he do his show, but he'll be hosting the ESPYs and doing as many shows as Stephen A. Smith over Here, there. Here's who's not hosting tonight. Neil Everett. Yeah. Susie Colbert. Oh Todd McShay. Keep going. We're not done yet. The list goes on. The list is long and long and long. Can I confess something? Yes, please do. Quickly here on the show. Yeah, please do. You didn't know what Pat McAfee looked like. Well, (laughs) that's actually what it is, Scott. What? Even when Aaron Rodgers was on there, see, I've never watched a Pat McAfee show. One he was. You've never seen him on Twitter once. A Fox Sports One show, and I've never seen an ESPN show other than the live games that we watch here while we're live on the air or when I'm at home on the weekends, because for me, there's only one network. And it's the BetQL Network. I wake up bright and early, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. with a daily tip. Today, I woke up bright bright and early because they did their preview on the Minnesota Vikings. And tomorrow, they're doing the Detroit Lions with Dan Miller on the show. Not to mention Friday, the entire NFC North in total. My favorite division. How about that? Why is my bell broken? Ah, My bell is broken. banging it so much. There you go. That's probably why, with all the wins we've had. Zion. Uh, So... I wake up bright and early. Daily no, we're, tip. We're done with the bit. Michael Jenkins. <laughs> no, this ain't a bit. Okay. This All right, go bit. ahead. Okay. I stick around for BetQL mm-hmm, Daily with mm-hmm. the great Aaron Hawksworth, the great Eddie O, and the great uh, Eddie Ross, the great Joe <laughs> Ostrowski. They all have like kind of, no, they don't actually have similar names. Then I hang around for Jim Rome, and uh, you better you bet. They don't need me to plug them. They're doing tremendous. They're doing fine. They're doing just fine. Doing just Nick fine. just got married. Congratulations to Nick. I know he's probably watching the show right now because we're all one team, one dream. Mm-hmm. Nick, yep. way to go. You really uh, Thanks, Costos. kicked your coverage, bud, as they say. <laughs> I see what you did I hate there. when people say that, too. I'm like, you know what? Actually, my wife kind of outkicked her coverage. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you know this. I returned four punts for touchdowns. Clearly, you've heard like this Devin before. I was like Devin Hester before Devin Hester, <laughs> but actually after Devin Hester. Clearly, you've heard the uh, you outkicked your coverage quite a few times about your wife then having No, you. but I just feel like... There's a little animosity there. I'm going to be no, honest. No. You said that. That sounded personal. No, I feel like every wedding like you go to, you know, you go. everybody goes up to the groom and they're like, hey, you really outkicked your coverage. Imagine like if they went up to the bride, though, and mm-hmm. they said that, though. They're, well, they like, don't. they're like, hey, actually, hey. Susie, you look kind of ugly today. Does anybody roast the bride at a wedding? No. Not to their Only face. the groom. Well, maybe. Behind yeah, their true. back, they do. Is that you what know? you do at weddings? You go back and whisper? No, I set odds. I'm always like, I'm going to take, un- I'm I'm take the under at two and a half. Especially when my Aunt Meg gets married. She's on, like, number 14. <laughs> and I always take the under. Under, uh, under two and a half, under three. Yeah. What's the longest it's ever gone for her? Longest marriage she's had? I think, like, seven years, but I think they, like, separated after one. But they were just, they didn't want to do the whole divorce thing because it probably would have cost them money. So they spent six years separated, basically? Yeah. yeah. I think, actually, what happened was she went to get married to another guy and then realized that she had to get it. It was, like, Sweet Home Alabama. Have you guys ever seen that movie with Reese Witherspoon? She finds her dream guy. It's McSteamy or McDreamy, whatever the hell one he was. And she wants to marry him. He even takes her to go get a ring. He takes her to the ring shop, and he's like, pick whichever one. Like, So we were down the whole place. Yeah, we were all screwed. After oh, like, that, yeah, that, you know, that. and that's the worst part. He made every guy look like a jackass after <laughs> yeah. that. Because you're like, what, you can't shut down the ring shop for me and tell me to pick out whatever I want? Yeah, but I think this that's exactly what happened to my aunt. Uh, you know, same thing. She had to go, and she was like, actually, I was married to this guy back in high school. Had to go. She and got married find in high them. school? No, no, that's what happened with Reese Witherspoon in the movie. Uh, oh, I, I know whether you're talking about your aunt or the Reese Witherspoon. Well, now it kind of just all intermingles. It all is know? one big blur. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, I mean, not the regular people. No, but I mean, it's you know. the blurred of like stories. Spoon of my aunt. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Yeah. Scott, you might want to save us from this before he insults more family members. Should we uh, play it's a little okay. game She's at this point? Man, She's sure? Not. I don't know. Um, I actually just got a text from her, and she said that uh, you're a jerk. Mm. 
And she said, take the over five and a half years, by the way. So <laughs> no, there's that. Always, no? Always no. under. <laughs> always. Always go under. I don't play a whole lot of overs. You know this. Well, life's too short to play the under, though. Mm, something like that. Fine. All right. Let's play a game, Scott. It's now time to play Would You Rather with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Would you rather on a Wednesday, Nick? This is off the rails in the best yes. possible way. Yeah, this is, just... this is, listen, you don't get, you, if we have to do a show on a night when there's really no sports on, it's going to go off the rails. Don't know what the number was, but uh, Chet Holmgren's out on the floor. Okay, yep. see up over Indiana. 29-21, six Ch- and a half to Chet go Holmgren, second. look at that. You can tell he's eating some burgers. He only weighs a buck 95 now, not a buck 80. Good he's, for him. He's, he's, you know, it's, it's leg day and it's chest day. Who do you think will win uh... in an arm wrestling match, Victor Wembenyama or Chet Holmgren? Mm. I'd go with Vic. I Me think too. I'd go Chet. I think Chet's got a little more, a little more muscle. Would now. you He's... rather arm wrestle? Why All right, don't we start there. All right. Would you rather arm wrestle Chet, or we'll order off the menu, or or V Dub, the new V W? I would go Victor Wembanyama. He's even skinnier. I don't think that there's uh that you, you've had a year of training in an NBA system for Chet Holmgren. He's had a year to put on some weight, put on some muscle, work hard. Now it's not just about the weight. There's also going to be the issue of like the reach where our arms are. I need like a little post like a box to put my arm up so I could actually have like leverage and be even with him. But I'm going to take Victor Wembanyama because he's only, what, 18, 19? He's, yeah, you're right. He's skinny. Yeah, you're right. Although, man, I was thinking maybe Chet. I saw the way Arkansas bullied him in the tournament a but couple again, years ago. But again, you're forgetting that's the old Chet. Now this is the new improved Chet out there on the court tonight. That's true. That's true. He's got more money now. He's probably taking some supplements. You're mm-hmm. right. I'm going to go Wemby. A little, little creatine. I'll pick on the kid. Extra protein. There you go. Yeah. Pick on the kid. Pick yeah. on the rookie. Yeah, Although they're the, both rookies. That's the way. Yeah, technically. technically. <laughs> yeah, true. There you go. There you go. Would you rather, start with you, Rye, would you rather back the Brewers currently plus 100, even money, to win the NL Central, Cincinnati right behind, uh, plus 125, or the Rangers at minus 105, AL West, Houston at plus 105. So would you rather back the Brewers at even money or the Rangers at minus 105 to hold on to their respective division leads. It's a really good question. Mm-hmm. It's a really good question because I was hyping up the Rangers three weeks ago like they were the best team in baseball. Yep. They were for real. And this is even after the Jacob deGrom injury. I mean, they have a lineup that's averaging nearly seven runs per game. Best lineup in all of baseball. But they're kind of coming back down to earth. I believe three and seven in their last ten. In the Astros, this is what they do, man. Especially after winning a World Series, there's a little bit of a World Series hangover. Also, Seattle's getting hot right now, seven and three mm. in their last ten. I would actually, as crazy as this sounds, go with the Brewers just because it's the NL Central. It's a dumpster fire. I really like the Reds, but I just think they might be a year away. I know they're going to be aggressive at the deadline, but the Brewers have the pitching as long as they don't trade one of those guys away. You know, your one, two, three is Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta with a really good bullpen, and Devin Williams is your closer. I think I'd go Brewers, actually, at even money. So some of this for me is going to be personal because I've got the Reds at 17-1 to to win the NL Central. So uh, clearly, I would rather see... The Brewers lose that division. They're a game back of the Reds now as we sit here at the break. But I got to be honest with you. I, my God, I think the Astros are going to come back and do what Astros do. Yeah, They're going to win that damn division. And it pains me to say it. I hate it. I can't stand it. But I'm much more confident. I mean. They're really good. I God, I just. It's the damn Astros. You look at this and go, they're, the Rangers aren't going to hold on to that lead. And the Astros were beat to crap to start the season. You got to remember Altuve yes. didn't even start the season. He was on the IL to start the year. So listen, I, I I have to go with. I mean, here's the problem with this question though: Is it like the Brewers aren't in the lead, and I don't want them to take that lead? The Rangers are in the lead, but I don't think they're going to have that lead. 
So, like, if I'm going to bet a team to win the division, you got to go Rangers. Though. I have to go Rangers in that sense because I've got the Reds at yeah. seventeen to one, and I'm not going to hedge out of that. I'm just going to sit there and yeah, and I don't trust. I think the Reds are actually. Like, I mean, listen, they're seven and three in their last ten. They hit the All Star break playing well. They're twenty, what twenty and eight since uh, Ellie De La Cruz made his debut. So, I have to bet the Rangers there. I don't like the price. I don't like the situation, but I can't go against my Reds. They're my Reds. Can't do it. Rangers. Can't do it, Scott. Would you rather? Back to Victor. Bet Victor Wembanyama mm. minus two hundred right now at Bet MGM for Rookie of the Year. Scoot then starts the proceedings or restarts the proceedings at plus three fifty. So it's Victor or the field for NBA Rookie of the Year again after a game two of the summer league. This is a really talented rookie class. I would actually take the field. I mean, listen, one, uh, Victor. I see that. Victor Wembanyama minus 200. There's not a lot of value there. But the bigger thing for me is you do have choices. Scoot Henderson's going to put up big numbers this year as as long as he gets a ton of time, obviously, in Portland, which you would expect that to happen. And I'm also not willing to totally rule out Chet Holmgren. I mean, this is somebody that spent a year now training with an NBA team without playing. He's gotten stronger. He's worked on his game. He's had that opportunity. I know you don't like the fact that you're considered a rookie, even if you already spent a year with a team, but the reality of it is that's the case. Victor Wembanyama may be brought along. I mean, I saw his his total games was set at 65 and a half. That tells you there's a good chance the Spurs may not play him in, you know, back-to-backs. They want to make sure they ease him in because he's just, he's young and he's fragile he's a little bit, too. He's the future. He's the future, and you want to take your time with that. It doesn't also mean the Thunder won't do the same, but sure. there, I mean, there's Scoot Henderson. There's even the Thompson twins. I don't think they're going to win that necessarily, but you have a lot of talent in this draft beyond Victor Weminyama or this class because you add Chet Holmgren in here that I would absolutely take the field. Yeah, it's funny. I was asked this question on 1080 The Fan out in Portland and I was talking with my guy Jeff. I'm sorry, that's not even his name. That's the producer of the show. I was talking with my guy Dusty from Dusty and Danny, Danny and Dusty, and he told me that he talked with some people. He was at Summer League uh, in Wemby's camp and they said that they expect him to play at least 65 to 70 games his rookie season. But like... Let's say the Spurs are just a disaster, and I don't think they're going to be very good. They get off to a slow start, and there's a couple of small injuries here and there. I think they shut them down, so that's the case that I would make for the field, but I don't know, man, because like we were talking about the other night, even if his floor is like 10 points per game and seven boards, eight boards, I still think he gives you two and a half, three blocks per game. He's he won't, really good he won't win rookie of the year with those numbers, though. Yeah. Because people I, will also I, then I, I be like... I numbers would be much better. I think I'd have to take take one he's what 17 and said it i think 17 and a half and eight and a half rebounds yeah i think that's what we're looking at so if he puts up those numbers he probably wins because there's the hype around him too but i'll be chalky i'm gonna take i'm gonna take vic all right vic it is yeah i got time for one more quick one Mm -hmm. would you rather boys draft christian mccaffrey or the field number one overall in fantasy I'll take the field, actually, over C-Mac. I always worry about his health, man. And I know right now he's in a really good situation, running behind a really good offensive line in San Francisco. But I think I would probably go with the field. I just think that you could get good value later on in the rounds. You know, even with some of these younger backs like yep. Bijan. That's and the first name offense, I thought of man. was that, yeah. Justin Jefferson, if it's a PPR league. I'm going wide receiver with a P- in a PPR league anyway, yeah. You know what I mean? Like First two rounds is going to be wide receiver. I was going to say JJ, but I don't know. I, I worry a little bit. Uh, he, he did his top five quarterback list, and he didn't even throw Kirk Cousins, his own quarterback, on the top five list. Oh. He may have pissed him off. Yeah. He's Although, not who getting... else is stealing those targets? Right. Thielen's gone. Jordan Addison's only a rookie. Uh, I think, yeah, I'll go field. I'm with you 100% field on that. And you're right. Some of it's health, but there's also, look, there's a lot of talent in terms of Debo Samuel getting some time there. And, and I mean, wide back. It's, yeah, you just, you have such a unique system there yeah. with 
San Francisco that it's going to be tough even if he goes out there and has dynamic plays. Yeah. It's not just going to be him. Plus, Bijan could be a monster this year. Yeah, they still got Mitchell. I mean, they got, and you look at the wide receiver room, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle there. I mean, they they're have just so many weapons, man. Spread it out for Brock Purdy to win that MVP. <laughs> yeah, they're going to That's what Brock, it's all about. Yeah. Brock Purdy MVP. That's my number one pick. It's Pet MGM tonight.